is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, glad to be joined right now, and I was just looking at his uh, timeline, Chris Level, uh, Texas Tech insider, does all the radio, basketball, football, and uh, Chris, one thing I love about this uh, Texas, Texas Tech rivalry, and it's kind of sad that it's coming to a close I mean, this thing was getting ramped up even more, and it, it almost feels like the Chris Beard, uh, all of that stuff, has now kind of leaked into football. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of bittersweet, isn't it, that it, that it almost like the height of the uh, rivalry, we got to all say goodbye to each other? Yeah, Matt, it's it, it's sad for fans. I mean, we had the Bedlam, you know, hubbub earlier this week with everybody kind of, you know, talking about that and, and this this deal this may in fact be the last time texas plays in, in lubbock uh for a long time i'm not real sure what the future is it, you know looks like there but uh yeah the fans are it's sold out the fans are ready and of course chris beer's name got mentioned now there's no doubt yeah this is going to be interesting um to see all how this unfolds i i i love the uh, uh seeing at the airport today and you were tweeting about this uh chris that was a uh that was a scary, scary injury. And, boy, you've been on the sidelines for years doing uh, Texas Tech radio. Walk us through what that was like. Uh, uh, that's pretty neat today because the uh, uh, Bryce Ramirez for Tech had the awful uh, injury, uh, leg injury. In fact, they wouldn't even show it on TV. And he has now arrived back in Lubbock, and Joey was there to greet him. Walk us through kind of like – what you were able to kind of see in the moment or, or maybe hopefully you didn't see it maybe. And, and then where we are now in that process. Yeah. You know, it, it got really quiet really quick and it, it happened. Fortunately it happened uh, on the other sideline, you know, so it was away from his teammates and away from people like me and everything like that, but it got really quiet and it, it's just, He's a, without being corny here, he's a really sweet kid. I mean, he's a, this is a former walk-on that had earned a scholarship. That was his first career start last week, and he was playing really good football. And um, it, it just, that's the that's the bad part of sports, man, when something like that crazy happens. I mean, they play a violent game, and, you know, we got bodies crashing into each other, and it just, uh, it was just bad luck. I mean, it just, but it's awful. Um, but I, I think that, you learn a lot about people in those instances. And I think, you know, J- Joey rallied his guys and, you know, and, J- and, you know, and I think Dave Dorn deserves some credit too. Dave Dorn went to go, the NC state head coach went to go see him in the hospital uh, a day or two afterwards because Bryce had to, he had to stay there and, and he had multiple surgeries uh, there at Wake Forest uh, there in North Carolina. And, and uh, obviously, as you mentioned, just returned home today and obviously I'm, I'm hosting coach mcguire's radio show tonight and that'll be one of the first things we talk about it's just hard to see a a kid like that go down and pretty pretty severe injury because when it first happened i I think they were worried more about you know other things than just uh, a hurt leg i mean it was pretty pretty gruesome um and so you know it just it just that that kind of thing it's just hard to see but uh i think he's going to be okay and he he's got a smile on his face it, it seems like but he's got a long road back all right, Chris, walk me through so far what you've seen from the Red Raiders. Like, once you – Joey is such a great salesman and people love him and all of that, but you got to get on the field and start and start seeing how it all plays out. What has struck you the most 
and I'm not even saying it has to be that different from what was going on before, but just in the sense of how this team is playing. I mean, one of the things I was I, – I love how they kept fighting, honestly, when everything was going against them at NC State. In fact, when it was like 28-7, I turned it over to something else and, and got interested in something else. And then I, I noticed, well, they keep kind of fighting and trying to hang in there. What, uh, what has kind of jumped out at you just in the, 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 the very short term – of the Joey McGuire era here. Yeah, you know, I, I think they've they've clearly bought into what he's he's selling and and playing together, playing hard, and and all those things because they really, you know, you could make the argument they had no business beating Houston the week before either. They were dead to rights in overtime, down, you know, fourth and twenty uh, in overtime uh, with the ball, and and they convert that, and then they end up winning it, and you know, were able to overcome three second half interceptions by Donovan Smith. And, and, yeah, I've seen many tech football games over the years. And, you know, last week uh, in Raleigh, it just wasn't it wasn't going well. And yet you're holding them to field goal attempts early on. And it was it was 20 to nothing, I think. And you think, OK, you know, it, which easily could have been 40 to nothing. But you just kept scratching and clawing. And I think it says a lot about kind of, you know, the, the these kids just playing hard for each other and. Uh, they can't keep turning the ball over, or it, it doesn't matter how hard you play; it's not going to go well. But I think that they're lucky to be one and one in a two-game stretch when they've turned the ball over seven times in those two games, and so you're you're lucky to survive that. But that's really a credit, I think, to, to Joey and his coaching staff, and and just kind of and, and and maybe some better defense uh, overall. But yeah, obviously they've got to clean up the turnovers. It doesn't matter how hard you you play or how much you talk about cleaning up the turnovers. You got to go play clean football. Okay, and so walk us through that leads to the quarterback discussion. Joey sort of said, hey, this thing's open. Uh, when everybody's healthy as, as much, you know, this thing's going to be open. Obviously, there's a lot of things to like about Donovan, the kind of competitor he is. He, he did make some extremely poor decisions that put them in a tough spot on the road. Um, and so I think, you know, Tech fans are probably really up and down with him right now. Where is uh, Shuck? In, in his return, and, and, and where do you think the, the confidence is with Joey in, in this quarterback situation? Kind of where do, you, where do you think all that's leading? Yeah, you know, Matt, I, I think it's easy to see why Tyler had won the job, okay? And I think people kind of, you know, maybe, maybe Donovan deserves this starting nod, and there was you know, a lot of talk about Baron Morton around here and how good of a spring he had. But Tyler was clearly the, the number one. Everybody knew it, and I think he kind of showed that only for about a quarter before he went down and got hurt in the, in the season opener. And Donovan's just young. I mean, he's, he's been he's third year in college, but you know the first year he was here, he, he had his arm in a sling. He was hurt, so it was a red shirt year. But he's got a handful of starts uh, under his belt, but you know he just I think at times he looks really good, and you like the athleticism, you like his ability to to run and got a pretty good arm and, and that's not a problem, but yeah, I, I think he has a harder time reading defenses or with the management of a game or decision-making. And it looks like to, to many of us around here, he just kind of, the game hasn't slowed down a little bit. It's, it's, it's like, he's just almost kind of going through his progressions more than once and won't get rid of the ball. And, and I think if he were to make a couple of early mistakes in this game versus Texas, I think that, you know, you'll see Baron Morton, but Joey's talked about, you know, Baron's going to get a lot of reps this week. And uh, I, I think Baron is, is a guy that he's kind of a gunslinger. He's going to play really fast and he's going to let it fly and he's going to get rid of the ball quick. But with that may come trouble as well. You know, you're just not real sure, but they, they will definitely 
consider putting Baron Morton in there if 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 the turnovers keep happening. You just you just can't keep doing that. And I, surprisingly, kind of like Texas got pretty good news. It seems like on Quinn Ewers. I mean, Tyler Shuck is not out. He's going to be out for another, you know, two to four weeks, but it's not a season-ending deal uh, or anything like that. So we'll see kind of what that looks like. But he could be back, you know, sooner than later. Chris Level uh, joining us, Texas Tech Insider on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Now, when you get ready and start looking at this uh, at this Texas team, where do you feel like Tech matches up the the best against Texas. I mean, obviously they did great against the run, other than that one long run that Bama had. They they seem to pressure the quarterback. We don't know what they're what they are at quarterback uh right now exactly. I mean Hudson Card was still a little hampered in that last game. Um do you kind of view this as a fairly even matchup, especially in a hostile environment there in Lubbock. How do you how do you kind of have the have this thing uh, squared up as we get closer to game time? Yeah, I mean they'll definitely be throwing tortillas, and 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 the crowd is going to need to do their part. <laughs> They're going to need to do their part. You know, for whatever reason, it, it, it's you know before A and M left the league, you know Tech just had their number. You know they 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 beat mm-hmm. them a whole bunch uh, before that series ended. And, and and this has kind of been opposite. Texas is just like the one team that Tech can't consistently. I mean, I, I say that, but Cliff Kingsbury figured out a way to win twice. He couldn't get a hard time winning other games consistently, but he won twice in Austin. And Matt Wells had Texas dead to rights two years ago here. And then that thing at the very, I think the last three minutes of the game, you know, there was just a, a bad kickoff and then a bad onside kick. And then here we go. And then in overtime, Texas wins again. But um, I, I will say, I think, you know, Texas maybe has the best offensive skill of anybody in the league with B. John Robinson, Xavier Worthy, and, and, and that whole Whittington and uh, all, that whole crew at, at running back and, and receiver. And, and to this point, Tech's strength has been defense. Now, having said that, the last four games that these two teams have played against each other, Texas has averaged, I think, 55 points a game. So obviously, if I if I tell you right now that, that Texas is going to score 55 points on Saturday, it's not going to go well for for Texas Tech. But I'm, uh, the, where the game to me maybe won or lost for the Red Raiders is how you know how you can run the ball, what your offense looks like, can you play clean football against that Texas defense? This is Texas's first road game of the season, so and I think Tech learned a lot about itself last week with signals and just handling a, a tough environment there in Raleigh. And you wonder if Texas will have to go through some of those things uh, as well with their first time to leave Austin so far this season. So, uh, but I, I do worry about Tech's offensive line. That's kind of was the concern coming into the year. They do get a, a, a starter back this week in Weston Wright, which will help them, but they've got to figure out a way to run the ball and, you know, all, all those boring things that we all talk about and just play clean football. But um, it's strength on strength on the other side when I think uh, Texas' offense is out there in Tech's defense, at least what I've seen so far this season. But I, like I said, historically, it, ha- it hadn't gone well for the Red Raiders against these guys. Well, I think this would be huge for Joey and the credibility of what he's doing. And I watched him celebrate after Baylor beat Texas but when he was still an assistant at Baylor. And I'm telling you, that was like one of the most emotional <laughs> They were going crazy uh, after that win. It just meant a lot, even though UT, you know, didn't end up being that great last year. It just meant a lot to Joey and some of those coaches. And I think there's something about being a former head high school football coach about beating the 
the state's flagship university or whatever, there is something a little different, no matter if they're up or down. And, of course, they're riding in there. Uh, have you ever seen a hotter team that actually has a loss? You know, it's funny. It's almost like <laughs> that Bama thing. You know, was not a was not a loss. It was uh, uh, it was uh, some kind of yeah. It was a huge moral victory. I am interested. I'm mean, you know all the Vegas stuff always grabs my attention. But a seven point Longhorns road favorite that Chris that get that grabs my attention and I don't know how much you look at all that the 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 betting I'm sure you take a a peek at it from time to time but I uh I I I would be and of course these guys uh they're usually pretty much on the money but I would have a hard time not leaning the Red Raiders way to cover I don't think I'd pick them outright to win but uh but to cover but it, you know but and again people are figuring out Joey even the betters, right? They're, they're, he doesn't have a body of work really yet to even know how to bet the Red Raiders. Uh, I just have a, I have a hard time seeing them, you know, like tech, Texas running away with the game against them, especially being somewhat compromised at the quarterback position. And I kind of think, as I handicap this for you, I kind of think Donovan can function uh, a little better in this atmosphere, you know, home people behind him, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I, I'm a fan of his. I, I really am. Even though, again, like you said, you can't really get away. Like when when Joey says that take three thing, he doesn't mean on offense, right? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you, well, so many of these games in the league are going to be one possession or 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 close games and and that really and that's what he's tried to to preach and teach and all that that's enough to turn it one way or the other and we we know all the percentages on if you win the turnover battle or if you you know he he, he's recited these till he's blue in the face about you know if if we turn it over this many times the percentages are in the 90s or how many times we're going to lose and you know, if you if you win the turnover battle, you know you 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 win the game, and you know in the eighty or ninety percent of the right. I mean, all, all these different things, but it's just uh, I, I I will say I think you know on that pick six, you know that that Donovan threw, he, he, that's a situation where Zach Kitley strongly believes he learned under Cliff Kingsbury, and he wants to give his quarterbacks plenty of opportunities to kind of check into plays in and out of stuff, and doesn't want to handcuff them. But I think if you watch the replay. Donovan checks into that pass, and for the life of me, don't know what he was thinking or doing. Now, if he throws that pass uh, over the top, I think his receiver walks into the end zone. It's a touchdown, but instead he threw it underneath and some miscommunication there, so you wonder if if they'll adjust there, but it's just those kinds of things seemingly happen on the road, and and you you can't make that mistake, and that was enough to really turn that game because you're in scoring position for either a field goal or to convert the fourth down and, and maybe go in to score a touchdown. And instead, NC State walks into the end zone with a with a touchdown of their own, and that, that really kind of ended it uh, for you, for, realistically anyway. But, yeah, you can't, can't do that against Texas. But, yeah, if, if, he'll just, if he'll just manage the game, and I hate to say that because uh, I like kids being able to cut it loose and just play, but if he'll manage the game a bit better, the Red Raiders should be fine. They just can't. Again, just can't turn it over. I hate to simplify it that way, but that's just really, really been their their issue. And Texas hasn't turned it over once in the last two games against two pretty good teams. Obviously, one being Alabama and that UTSA, yeah. which is pretty salty too. No turnovers for the Longhorns in the last two games. So that that needs to change on Saturday for the Red Raiders. 
All right, ask Joey tonight. Say Mosley wants to know, were you this into analytics when you were at Cedar Hill? I'd kind of like to. <laughs> okay, you got it. Uh, yeah. I will do it. Yeah, yeah. I but uh, boy, Joey's great. He'll be very excited. And and uh, the the pro, the only thing about doing uh, a show like that with Joey, if it's in front of a live audience, boy, he loves playing off that live audience. So half the time he'll be trying to whip the crowd into a frenzy. You know. I'd, <laughs> so, uh, what, what, what we we talked uh, we talked as much pro wrestling on his coach's show than anything, and I could he's got some Vince McMahon and some PT Barnum in him for sure. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I, I think that's right. Well, listen, have a great game uh, Saturday. We'll be watching, and uh, appreciate you taking the time, Chris. Hey, thank you, Matt. Appreciate it, man. All right, Chris Level, uh, longtime Red Raider insider. Uh, has uh, has done radio in Lubbock for a long time, uh, all kinds of websites that he's involved with, and then the Red Raider uh, Radio, in fact. He's he's a sideline man for football and then um, has a big-time presence in basketball as well. And uh, uh, Chris does a great job. Always love having, having Chris on. I've 